Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is Prediction Saturday for NFL Week 4. My initial plan was going to be to do Prediction Thursday or Prediction Friday, but with COVID, you never know. We just saw Cam Cam Newton and a Chiefs player test positive just under an hour ago. Obviously, the Titans-Steelers game got postponed. So I will be doing prediction Saturday because you really never know. A, a player can test positive at any time. So with that being said, this was recorded on Friday before Cam Newton tested positive, before the Chiefs-Patriots game was postponed. So, I mean, my prediction stays the same. It was just a little off. So, you know, I'm not going to fix it. It's it's the same outcome no matter what for, for me. So, um, yeah, without further ado, let's get straight to, to the predictions. Starting off with the Baltimore Ravens against the Washington football team. The, the Ravens are putting up 30 points per game compared to Washington's 21 points per game. Washington's coming off of a game where Dwayne Haskins threw three interceptions. Baltimore's coming off of a very disappointing loss to Kansas City, but they're playing Washington here. This is a good game to bounce back in. With the Ravens' defense being as good as it is, I don't expect Dwayne Haskins to have a big bounce back. The the Ravens are third in turnover margin this year compared to Washington, who's 25th in turnover margin this year. The trademark Ravens thing is their rush offense. That's what their whole offensive scheme is based around. And as Washington's front seven is very talented and young, they still only rank 22nd in in rush defense. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both have both had great days last week. And the Ravens are obviously fifth, are the fifth ranked rushing offense. In my opinion, this game, the Ravens win with ease. The rush offense is simply too powerful. And, you know, Haskins against the Ravens defense is not a good sign. Moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers against the Buccaneers. This game is Tom Brady, the ultimate veteran, the GOAT, going up against the rookie Justin Herbert. Tampa this year has been a little underwhelming despite them being 2-1. and one. They are not dominating like many fans thought that they would, which how can you expect them to? It's way too early. There's way too many new pieces. You cannot expect this team to be dominating off-rip. But I do expect them to dominate this, this game. Although Tampa is only putting up 27 points per game, which only ranks 14th, the Chargers are 30th with 17 points per game. The Chargers do have a good pass defense. They have the ninth best, only giving up 228 yards per game. But come on. In my opinion, this game, the Buccaneers defense will be able to hold Austin Eckler and Josh Kelly, and simply Justin Herbert will not be able to put up the same production as Tom Brady. It, I don't see it happening. Tampa. Tampa wins pretty big. Tampa has the better quarterback, head coach, and a good enough pass defense to to beat Herbert. The Chargers do have a good defense, but it's simply not good enough. Moving on to Seattle versus Miami. Yeah, we got MVP Wilson versus Fitzmagic coming up right now. 
Seattle is second in points per game. They're putting up 37 points per game. 37. Seattle's main strength is their passing offense. And, well, the Dolphins' passing defense is only okay. So, Seattle's main weakness is their passing defense. They are giving up 450 yards per game there. It is abysmal. But the Dolphins' passing offense is led by Ryan Fitzpatrick, so it is 25th in the league in yards. The Dolphins will have to win this game through the air to due, due to Seattle having the second-best rushing defense in the league, and I simply don't see them winning through the air. Even if this game becomes a shootout, even if it does, are you really going to pick Fitzmagic and his weapons up against or MVP Wilson with his weapons. That's Wilson 100% of the time. Seattle wins. Moving on to Houston versus Minnesota. These two teams are 0-3. The Houston Texans and Minnesota Vikings, as talented as those teams are, are 0-3. This game is Deshaun Watson versus Kirk Cousins. Houston is 19th in passing offense, and Minnesota is 28th near the bottom of the league in pass offense. I want to mention bottom of the league. Minnesota is the 30th in pass defense, and Houston is third in pass defense. I think you know where I'm going. The Vikings are going to have to rely on Dalvin Cook, and Houston does have the worst rushing defense in the league. So this game comes down to, Minnesota's rushing game going up against a bad Houston rush defense or a Houston passing game going up against a bad Minnesota pass defense. Give me Texans. Texans in a close game. It's a passing league. Give me Watson versus the passing defense instead of Cook against the Houston rush defense. Moving on. Saints versus Lions. This might be a pretty boring game. The Lions are coming off of a great win, though, versus Arizona. They, I'm surprised they won that game, to be honest with you. But uh, but uh, New Orleans is putting up 29 points per game compared to Detroit's 23. Now, okay, now New Orleans' biggest strength on offense is Alvin Kamara. They've been running the offense through him this entire year. That's a matchup nightmare. That's a matchup nightmare for Detroit, who are 30th in opposing rushing yards per game and 13th for opposing passing yards per game. So, well, Alvin Kamara might have another big day. And if Michael Thomas plays, the whole Saints team is going to have a big game. Detroit's offense has no strength. They're painfully average. They're 22nd in rushing and 16th in passing. And, well, New Orleans' defense is great versus the rush and okay versus the pass. But if you want to boil this game down to Drew Brees versus Matthew Stafford, I think that's a pretty easy pick. Give me Drew Brees. If Michael Thomas plays, it's Saints by 14 or 21, but without him, it'll probably be a 1-2 to two possession New Orleans win. Saints win no matter what, but the Lions are good enough to not make it a blowout. I really think they're at least good enough to do that. Moving on to Browns versus the Cowboys. These are two very talented teams with new head coaches finally learning their players 
going head to head. The Cowboys are one and two. They are they have been wildly disappointing, and the Browns are two and one. Pretty impressive for the Brown standards. Let's talk about this game though. The Cowboys have one of the best statistical offenses in the league. Actually, they have the best statistical offense in the league. They are only 10 yards shy of 500 total yards per game. That's first in the league. Cleveland's defense will simply not be able to stop that. Their their defense has talent. Their defense is good, but it's simply not good enough. They need to win this game into a shootout. So, well, the Cowboys are 26th in total offensive yards allowed. They don't have a great defense this season, at least statistical-wise. They have talent back there, obviously. But Cleveland is 20th in total offense. Look, I like the Dallas offensive attack way too much to say Cleveland would win a high-scoring game against this team. Cleveland still has an incredible... An incredibly talented offense. I think their rush game will do well. But are they going to score some absurd amount? No. Give me Dak against Baker every time. Give me Dak with his weapons versus Baker with his weapons. Dallas wins and scores a lot in the meantime. Moving on to a game I hope none of you guys are watching. That is the Jaguars versus the Bengals. Um, yeah, these are two bottom-tier teams. I couldn't really find a strength or weakness with these two teams. This is going to be kind of bland. These are two bottom-tier teams, but they are very young. They Both teams have great pieces going head-to-head. Um, yeah, the Jaguars' biggest strength is their rush defense, but it is still average. And Joe Mixon is only putting up 3.2 yards per rush. So that means Cincinnati will have to throw the ball. That's what they've been doing this whole year, so that's not really a problem for them. So so, so I do think that Cincinnati will be able to put up a decent amount of points. And with a bad Cincinnati defense, well, Gardner Minshew should be able to put up a decent amount of points. It just depends who turns the ball over more to me. I think that's what this game comes down to. I simply like Jacksonville's roster more than I like Cincinnati's roster. Jacksonville wins a very close one. It'll be boring, but it'll be close. We have the Colts versus Bears next. This is Nick Foles against the Colts defense, which is incredible. The Colts are first by far in total yards given up per game. And we still don't know what a Foles-led Bears team can do. We still don't really know. Like, yeah, you know, they can come back against the Falcons defense. That's cool. But what can they do versus a great defense? So what do we know with the Bears? Their defense is pretty average. They are 17th in both both passing defense and rushing defense. The Colts offense is 15th in rushing and and 10th in passing. The Colts have the advantage on both defense and offense, and I like Frank Reich more than Matt Nagy, and I like Phillip Rivers more than Nick Foles. I think that the Colts will win a close enough game where Bears fans are not calling for Nick Foles' head. Moving on, we have the Carolina Panthers against the Arizona Cardinals. 
The Panthers have an average offense. They are ninth in passing, but 26th in rushing, which is actually very surprising. I did not know their rushing offense was doing that bad. And the Cardinals have a just above average defense. They're 8th in passing and 12th in rushing. Their defense is actually pretty good. That is advantage Cardinals. The Cardinals' dynamic offense is 10th in total yards. And the Panthers' below average defense is 22nd in yards given up. Advantage Cardinals. I think this game is just as simple as that. Cardinals win. They're more talented just across the board. I think they're looking to bounce back after a Detroit loss. So, yeah, Cardinals win. Oh, geez, this is the shortest one yet. The New York Giants versus the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I'm sorry, Giants fans, but this one won't be pretty. The Rams are probably pissed because of last week. So um, I'm not even going to bring up stats. There really is no reason to bring up stats because I don't want to like depress Giants fans more by bringing up these awful stats. The Rams will win by a lot of points. I, I feel bad for Joe Judge. Moving on to the Bills versus the Raiders. MVP candidate. Josh Allen is torching the league, and the Raiders are 27th in total yards allowed. Buffalo is third in the league in points per game. I know his production has been dipping recently, but I wouldn't be concerned about it. He's just been playing really good defenses. So we have a Derek Carr versus Josh Allen matchup, and I think Carr can keep it close. He surprised surprised the hell out of me. On that uh, on that Saints game, but uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, give me Josh Allen, give me the MVP candidate. I think the Bills win this, and a pretty close one. Moving on to the New England Patriots against the Kansas City Chiefs. This is this is this is the game of the night. This is Bill Belichick against Patrick Mahomes again, but this time the Patriots are have Cam Newton. And now the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl ring. So, let's talk about the game. The Patriots, based off of statistics, have the best rushing attack in the league. They are number one in rushing yards per game. And the Chiefs are 27th in rushing yards allowed per game. And on the other side, you have the best player in the league, Patrick Mahomes, versus the 11th best passing defense in the league so so what you got here is the Patriots rushing attack versus the Patrick Mahomes pass attack and um hmm I really like what the Patriots are doing I really do I think they're killing it actually I really like this Patriots team their rushing attack is awesome with Cam Newton Right after Patrick Mahomes just beat the Ravens rushing attack. Yeah, dude. Give me Mahomes 100%. Chiefs win during a close one. I think Cam and Belichick will not let this game become a blowout. Moving on to Monday Night Football, the last game. The Atlanta Falcons versus the Green Bay Packers. The Falcons have infamously so far given up two huge leads. Will they do it again? No, because they won't have the lead. The Packers are 6th in passing yards per game and 2nd in rushing yards per game. And while the Falcons are 31st in total defense, giving up 463 yards per game. Falcons need a shootout to win this game. And, well, they can score points. They have Julio, Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley. 
uh, Russell Gage. I might have gotten that first name right. They have Hayden Hurst. And um, this is Matt Ryan versus Aaron Rodgers on prime time. But like the big difference is, is that Aaron Rodgers is playing the Falcons defense and Matt Ryan is playing the Packers defense. Packers win by two to three possessions. This will be a high-scoring game, pretty similar to the Saints versus Packers, but the Falcons are worse than the Saints. That is going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this, share it with your friends. If not, you can share it with your friends. Um, Yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. They'll be in the little like description thing of the podcast because I honestly forgot the handles. That's my fault. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hope you have a good day. And uh, I'm excited as hell for Sunday. Sucks that the Steelers-Titans could not play though.